0: Tune in. Tone up. The one-stop shop for guitar tricks, tips, techniques, and advice. With me, Gary Shillerday, and my own excellent teacher, Dan Davis.
1: Dan, how are you doing? Not bad, thank you. How are you?
0: Yeah, pretty good. I've been uh, messing about a little bit and uh, the Trem bar is uh, yeah. still something I could do with a little bit of work on, so I wondered if that's what we could focus on today. Oh, it's
1: a cruel mistress, isn't it? <laughs> it <laughs> is.
0: And I don't look at it enough and when I do, I'm always a bit disappointed with what comes out. So Definitely a fun.
1: case of that's what she says.
0: Yeah, though. yeah, yeah, she always is, yes. <laughs> so
1: what is it about the Trem bar? The trem- arm or the trem techniques that that you maybe feel that you're not you're not getting or or things that you would like to do that you hear that you can't do or have not yet mastered
0: i think it's familiarity Mm -hmm. and so in a way i guess i'm asking for a bit of a revision session
1: yeah we have looked at this before yeah but there's no harm in looking at something twice because you know we do forget you know we all live busy lives and yeah, it's very hard to practice absolutely everything. So yeah, just and take me, all the information, isn't it? Take me through uh,
0: a number of your favourite techniques, favourite
1: techniques. Okay, I mean the the trim system. I'm sure most people know what it does and what it is, but for those who don't, let's have a quick review of of what it does, why it's there, how it works. Now, many people wrongly think that this funny little bar on the guitar (laughs) makes the sound go strange when you go like this with it. Yes. No. (laughs) No, (laughs) it does not. You actually depress the bar. Now, when you depress the bar, you physically move the bridge that the strings are attached to. In the back of the guitar... You can actually, well, if you do a close-up on mine, I guess, you can see I've got a little cut-out in the back of my guitars. I've got a special system in the back of my Tremlo. But you can see a couple of the springs. Most Tremlo systems have between three and five springs. <coughs> Sometimes people add more springs or take them out. Can you see that? Yep. Yeah. Ooh, just about. Those little zilver shiny things in there. So they are springs. And that spring loads the trem, so they're attached to the body at one end. So if you imagine, here's my body of my guitar in the cavity that we just looked at. The springs are attached on one end to the body, at the other end to the bridge. When you move the bridge, the bar which comes down the block, which is attached to those springs, moves away, thus stretching the spring. The spring wants to pull it back again. When you let go of the trend bar, it snaps back to the correct position.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's adjustable. If you put on heavier heavier strings, they'll pull more on your Kind your, of the neutral, bridge.
0: neutral zone there. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's like a zero point. Yeah. If you put on lighter strings, you know, the, the springs will be pulling the bridge back further the other way. Yeah. So it's a balancing act to set the bridge correctly between the pull of the strings and the pull of the strings.
0: Yeah. Springs and the pull of the string, and the and the the of the string. oh yeah. my goodness.
1: Anyway, <clears throat> the upshot of it is that it allows the bridge, again, possibly a close-up required. Yeah. Sorry about this, folks. Right. Sorry. So, ooh, as we can see, when we move the trend bar, the bridge moves. The strings are connected to that, and as such, they're going to go down in pitch. Now, most guitars, not all, but most guitars have a degree of sort of movement both ways with the trem. Yeah. You can push it down to make notes go down in pitch. You can pull them up to make notes go up. Up they go, or down they go. Some people like their trem sitting flat on the body of their guitar, so it only has down movement. That's a personal setup up preference. It's, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. Um. But I like it floating personally. I've actually got a little recess cut in the back of my, sort of around the trim here, allowing me to pull up and yeah. get down, so I've got a fair range. Now, that's quite important, because that's going to make a little difference to kind of maybe the the things that you can and, and can't do with the trim. Yeah, it takes a little bit of getting used to, if you're having your trim resting on the body and you've only got down movement. Yeah. So let's look at some of the bobby basic things you can do. Now, before we get into that, I'm going to ask you, when you do engage the trem system, is it possible to give me a sort of demonstration of what you do? Uh, I
2: don't even know if I know it well enough for that, but well, I guess it can. <laughs> okay,
1: Kind of thing yeah so although it may not be brimming with finesse or be yeah. amazingly subtle at least you're thinking about what you're doing and that's an important factor yeah so our trim system can offer us a wide range of possibilities but i will say at this point as well that there are lots of different trim systems so at one end you've got things like the old style bigsby trim systems um, which were often fitted to sort of Gibson-style guitars, such as sort of the sort of three-three-fives and, and that sort of thing. A few of the the old-school Les Pauls and and SGs had Bigsby's. People have fitted them to Telecasters as well. You know, you can buy custom-shop Telecasters with a Bigsby. With a Bigsby, they have a very sort of short range, and the arm tends to move far more than the range. If you know what I mean, it's like it isn't quite relative to how far the note moves. The note move doesn't move as far as it feels you're pushing the bar on the ones that I've tried. So really, there for like a light warble. Yeah. Uh, You then go up to the sort of six screw Strat style trem systems, which can, if set up properly, actually behave themselves quite well and offer a fairly decent range of, of travel. Uh, I've got a six-screw trim system on my strap works very, very well. we have then got the kind that I've got here where it sits on two knife edges. So it's a slightly better range and the, the slightly smoother. The Paul Reed Smith trim system, which you've got on yours not have got on yeah. my Paul Reed Smith, again, it has six screws, but it's a much more advanced system than the standard Fender six-screw system. And it, it returns to pitch well and it's exceedingly smooth. Um, But they're all slightly different, they all feel a little different, they all work in a similar way more or less, but offer a slightly different feel to the player. You've then got Floyd Rose systems which lock at both ends, the strings lock into the bridge and there's a locking top nut on most Floyd Rose systems. I say most because the odd person out there has the old school Floyd Rose where it doesn't have a locking top nut. Yeah. Um and they offer a huge range especially if you've got a recess in the back of your guitar where you can yank the strings right back Yeah. so yeah. depending on the system you've got this will make a bit of a difference to maybe how much the travel is and, and, and how effectively you can play some of these licks but we're going to look at some of the classic sort of stuff and classic ways of using the trem one way of using your trem is for a gentle warble so sounds really simple and it is Gonna address that straight uh, away. Yeah. This is fundamental to the it's a subtlety. Like the vibrato, isn't
0: it, almost it's like keep it more subtle and uh, watch the speed as well.
1: Absolutely. How we hold the bar though is really really important. Now I know this sounds like maybe you know somebody trying to teach grandmothers to suck eggs. But once you've got that bar in your hand, it's almost impossible to put that bar in your hand unless you're mega gentle and not move the bridge in some way. Because it's like a lever. Yeah. So the nearer the end you are, the easier, because of the lever action, that it moves that bridge. So it's almost impossible to kind of grab hold of it and warble it subtly I tell you for why, the trim system has a natural wanting to go back to the zero point. Because it's a spring-loaded system. It's like if you took the shock absorbers off a car and you took the springs out. Mm. Even if you compressed them, which you probably couldn't do by hand, those springs always want to spring back out and go to the full length. Yeah. You know? ever change pickups in a guitar and you've got the little springs which hold them in place and you've got to kind of scrunch them up and then they go boing and run around the room they have a you know they naturally want to be a certain length because they're sprung well a trem system being sprung it naturally wants to sit in the position that it is here completely undisturbed that's why setting up the trem just so is very important to tuning stability and getting the right feel but it also means that when we hold that trim arm, if we literally hold on to it too tightly, then all of that, whatever it is, tension or movement, however minor, is then going to get translated through the trem system. If I play a chord, I grabbed it super gently, moved it about an inch, and already you can hear that the pitch wobbled. Yeah. So, first thing to remember, It's not Titanic's last life jacket.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Don't grab hold of it for dear life and not let go of it. Let it go back to its zero point. So the way to do that is you can sort of kind of cradle it, if you will. I tend to, for the gentle warbles, I've got my pick between my thumb and my first finger. And my little finger, third and second, then sort of cradle the bar. But we don't hold the bar. you think if you cradle a baby a baby just sort of sits there you're not you're not sort of holding on to it and stopping it moving that's uh, yeah. that way yeah. you sent to court so you, you know you, you're literally cradling the bar there so my hand is actually going to move more than the bar but I'm not grabbing hold of it real tightly like that yeah Ooh. yeah I'm barely touching it isn't that a nicer sound? Yeah, 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 yeah. As opposed to, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's new. laughs> As Steve has yeah, said, if your it's guitar it's sounds better. like this, it's not in tune. <laughs> just cradling it gently. So I'm moving my hand. The bar is moving around. Yeah. In the little cradle that I've made with my fingers. Yeah, you're just sort of nudging it. Yeah. And it's allowing it to always go back to that zero point because I'm not holding it hard. There's so many things with electric guitar. People hear an electric guitar solo and they think you must be clenching your teeth and all incredibly tense. Ever tried playing like that? Even Paul Reece Smith said, I've never seen somebody play the guitar without a smile on their face. You know, there's a lot of things with guitar playing where actually subtlety wins the day. It's a really touchy-feely instrument. And things like the trem system, when you hear Eddie Van Halen doing all his wild trem stuff, that guy's got an amazing degree of sensitivity for the instrument. It doesn't sound like it, but to have that level of control while never making it sound appalling. I once said in one of these... these. Um, what do we call it?
0: Podcast episodes. One of those.
1: Yeah. I once I once said that one of the things which is the beauty of the electric guitar is the fact that you've got this thing that has the potential to sound so bad. So bad. Like you've been pushed down the stairs with a guitar amp on the and a guitar yeah. strapped to it out of tune. It has the potential to sound that bad, but reining it in and making it sound good especially when you're using tons of distortion, actually, it's quite hard to do. Yeah. You know, because you've got to have sensitivity for the instrument, the fact that you've got to be sort of super gentle, but at the same time you've got to grab it by the scruff of the neck. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: Keep under control, yeah. Yeah.
1: So when you grab that bar nice and gently, and you don't actually grab it, you can see it's moving around in my hand. You get really nice gentle warbles. I'm barely moving the bridge, hardly moving it. Yeah. What are
0: those?
1: So I just had like F. G. What that? Like a G, maybe. A minor 7. C. So for real gentle warbles, and I think this is this is the thing sometimes when we think of the old Strat Trems with the six screws, it's easier for us to think, oh, that's really old school technology, I'm not sure I want that on my guitar, but actually there's range more than enough within an old school sort of style Trem for pretty much all of your everyday Trem antics. I mean, I'm hardly moving the bridge there. Yeah, yeah. Now, this brings me on to my second point.
0: You can just, point. Sort of practice just by watching it in your hand, can't you? Without know, playing. Oh, the trembar, yes. Yeah,
1: you just sort of see it moving. I yeah. say. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. now somebody coming halfway in on this podcast could be misled. Gary was talking about his trim <laughs> Now, that sounds to my ears nicer. It's got more subtlety about it. Yeah. The other thing, point two, we actually, for this sort of regular stuff and even some of the other Tremantics, you don't necessarily need to move the bar as far as you think. Now, yeah. there are some things which do require the, the strings to pretty much fall off the fretboard. We'll look at them in a second. Yeah. But for all of this sort of gentle warbling, yeah. we don't actually have to go that far with it. So let's look at something else. We're going to look at sort of some Jeff Beckisms. Yeah, nice. So, what we're going to do, we're going to be little flicks up and little flicks down. here, let's pick an easy phrase. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to
0: say this other phrase. One you think that yeah, easy first, yeah.
1: So let's deal with one way on the trem to start with. So one thing we can do to get these, you know know you've arrived when your very name tells you what the kind of guitar style is going to be. Jeff Beckisms. Yeah, yeah. Hendrixisms. Everyone knows that. Alienisms. Yeah. So, what we're going to do, we can deal with the dipping bit, to start with. We can take something as simple as the pentatonic scale. Start with the higher note. so we don't hear the note come back up again as well, at the very end. Imagine you're almost like sliding from one note to the other. That's the kind of effect we want. So instead of going want to hear it come back up so we want the tremor in its zero position when we hit that note on the fifth fret but for the other notes the eight eight seven 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 eight notes on the other strings almost like a crying sound and letting the bar come back to zero. So...
0: with
1: that finger or just by taking the finger off? Probably take the finger off finger
2: probably, off. That's hard for half, not Remember as well,
1: you're going to get probably more travel
2: yeah.
1: for your or more get this right, more sort of note movements for the travel of trem, the same travel on the lower string, so your thin string isn't going to move as far for the same amount of push.
0: Oh, yes, you got th- further on that
1: one. Or, or kind of, or, or less on the others, whichever way you're looking. The one thing I am doing here as well with my hand which is operating the trem, is I'm on top of it this time.
0: Yeah
1: so that way I don't I'm not hemmed in yep. by clutching it or cradling it reason being that's fine if you're playing chords with a strum but now we have to be accurate because we're playing individual notes also it allows me to let go of it super easily I'm almost sliding off it do you see that? like the effect like it's two notes yeah. so what you don't want is up. you want wilder wilder, wilder. like that.
2: yeah because uh. the minute you bring <laughs> the
1: trend back up again yeah, it's, it's like quick. you're getting an extra note it reacts quite quickly
0: doesn't it oh it's yeah that's the thing I'm struggling with
1: strings causing a few more problems. The um, other thing we can do as well on the, the same note, <laughs> because we can also use this note for the other thing, is the up movement. Yep. So what we're going to do is is kind of do our kind of cradling motion with the trim arm again, but this time we're going to close our hand, causing the trim trying to shoot the note up and then back again. That's it. That one was pretty successful, yeah. You can also do a little pull up movement at the same time as closing your hand. do then is put the two together and it's mine Like so, you're sort of using the flick up to accentuate maybe the note, and note, and then maybe dropping it down into the, into the next note, or even pulling off into that note once you've dropped it. <laughs> helping the control factor with all of this stuff because I don't know about you but I do have a degree of engineering sympathy yeah yeah, yeah. but I swear there's plenty of members of the human race that don't
0: yeah 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 yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah, so like we said this is a lever yeah the whole you know the whole point of a lever is to make an action easier yeah. So the longer the lever, you know, if we had a trim arm and it was three foot long, you know... You breathe b- on it. You breathe on I it and it go... Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we can use this. We can use the length of it. Sometimes I find if I want real control, moving down the bar yeah. to here... <laughs> my hand may be here and that's sort of exercising a degree of of sort of pressure on it but I'm also using the edge of my palm here where you've got the crease just below the crease below your little finger joint yeah so not on the finger joint the next one below is pretty much sitting the bar is sort of sitting in that and I'm using that as a lever (laughs) Because <laughs> that will then offer you a little more resistance. Mm. It's kind of like effectively having two sets of springs in your trem system. Yeah, you've got other there as well. That's right? it. Because often there's. What I've noticed is two things the grabbing of the bar, which I talked about. And I'm not I'm not singling you out, I'm talking in general about yeah, yeah. what I see. Grabbing of the bar and maybe moving the bridge more than is necessary. Yeah, yeah. You've got to remember, talking of the old engineering sympathy thing, a string, when you pluck it, it moves.
0: Yeah. It
1: has a wave pattern. And that wave pattern, to a point. Will transfer through certain pitch changes. Yeah. So, as the pitch goes up or as the pitch goes down, but if the pitch goes down too far, I e. you're drops out. out it? it's yeah. Exactly that it drops out. So you lose some of that. You know, by by losing the tension, and the the strings. Obviously, whatever energy the string had in it is no longer in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So, if you move that bar too far, things are not going to sustain and work for you to be able to perform anything with a trim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, that's the Jeff Beckisms. I quite like, I know we've looked before at sort of scooping into notes, which I think is pretty cool. Um, so, we we can have another look at that. I yeah, think yeah. you pretty much got that down, but maybe just need to refine it, maybe with these ideas that will help you do that. Scooping into notes, folks, out there, in the great big ether, (laughs) is basically where as we move from note to note, say we're going up a single string, maybe a scale-like kind of figure. To transfer from note to note, we dip the trem As we leave our first note and slide it to the next, and so on and so forth. didn't move the trend much that's something to, to remember
2: <laughs> that's better i was going to say you don't want to create an
1: additional note by doing it yeah. you don't kind of want to go or, why, or, why, or, uh, unless yeah. that's the sound you want yeah to do a sort of traditional scooping you are literally coming off one note and scooping you
2: just like Yeah
1: that's all you need to move the trend bar by. And the less you move that trim bar, mm. probably the better the thing's going to sustain. Yeah, okay, so okay. You're not loosening and tightening well, your yeah, string all well, the well, time. Well, you were saying, yeah. yeah. Oh, so just good. a little movement, just that little yeah. movement. <laughs> on this is taking the Jeff Beck idea of sort of snapping that note up where we cradled the trim arm and we closed our hand to create that snapping (laughs) kind of sound now with that you can actually kind of do that it's like a sort of scooping up the notes as you go up in reverse so you uh, (laughs) Especially when you mix in certain techniques with certain scales, yeah. which have a certain sound. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking here of maybe something like the Phrygian Dominant, which is basically the harmonic minor yeah. scale, uh, but starting on the fifth degree. So, in other words, we're going to take a harmonic minor, we're going to start it on E. But all of those little semitone jumps, I'm going to use the bar to flick up to those, yeah. and we get a really interesting, almost... Um, Exotic sounding kind yeah. of vocal. Kind of- yeah. mix certain techniques in with certain scales if the scale kind of leads you that way you know it can, it can yeah. sound quite interesting okay cool yeah that sounds good hmm yeah. i thought i think that was quite cool. nice so maybe let's look at a couple of other possibilities um for those 80s rock moments yeah you got to do the dive bomb on the g-string while yeah, catching yeah. the harmonic. How are you with that one?
0: Uh, I think I remember doing it before. Whether or not yeah. Like it now, it's a know. classic.
1: Dimebag, uh... Daryl Loved It. So, sort of dip the G. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I'm basically plucking the G string with my... Well, I say plucking, sort of pulling off from nowhere... With my uh, fretting hand, so I'm using the second fret, pulling off at of the second fret, of the fret. The fret, as I come up while it's still sustained, catching the third fret, harmonic at the third. So you want to So there's your harmonic. Just place your finger over it as the string comes up to pitch. That's general it. We just gotta keep the rest of the strings super under control, yeah. <laughs> If you feel that the string hasn't got enough movement in it to sustain the harmonic, you know, you can always do what I did and kind of like pull off again. Yeah. And this is where we can use the trend quite violently this time. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know. Um, again, still do it with enough subtlety so it doesn't sound out of <laughs> harmonics tend to become more slightly more elusive as you get to the lower frets you can get them at the 2nd fret even the, you know, sort of, you know, kind of, it's a little harder to catch let alone sustain you know You're trying to perfect all of that. Yeah. If you want to put stabilizers on, so you still got the effect in the meantime, yeah. without being quite so difficult. Try the fourth or fifth frets. They're oh, usually yeah. a little easier. You know. <laughs> say with the with the PRS trims there's not a lot of up movement no setting them up by the book unless you want the trim it up on the I'm, harmonic. I'm yanking it up as well yeah, yeah, yeah. on the PRS that even if you if you want it set so it's level with the body yeah um, the amount of room at the back is something like one sixteenth of an inch yeah yeah you think with the Floyd Rose you know you can pull them back an entire inch you know yeah, yeah. Uh, and certainly with mine I've got probably double that here
0: Yeah. if not a little
1: bit more maybe like a quarter of an inch or an eighth of sorry, an eighth yeah, of an inch maybe. Got quite
0: a recess, though, I
1: have so I've got a little bit more room for movement but even if you are using a trem system where you don't have the up range quite so much yeah. what you can do is add to the drama by not yanking it up so fast so you still get the appearance or the sort yeah. of audio sort of sound of it going up I didn't really pull back beyond the, the, the sort of zero Very similar veins rather than catch the harmonic, as I say, very much a dime bag, Daryl kind of thing, yeah. is actually get a pick harmonic, a yeah, pinch yeah. harmonic, you know. End of tremor trim, trim abuse, you know, really.
2: I'm getting
1: this whole kind of. <laughs> and then sort of abuse it with your tremor once you've done that, you know. one last one if you've just switched this on we are not murdering our guitars (laughs) educational content (laughs) (laughs)
0: the
1: the one last thing I want to look at um, this is kind of a slightly controversial one in a funny kind of way um, is the gurgling sound now some people like John Petrucci and Steve Vai use the gurgling action of the TREM Where you basically, to a degree, you're setting in motion, the springs wobbling, yeah, Yeah. by sort of thranging it thus. Um, Interestingly, Joe Satriani hates that sound. He doesn't like any gurgle from the trem. And because he doesn't like that sound, when he was working on his Ibanez signature model of which there's now far too many, as with the Steve I ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, they work very hard to take the gurgle out of the trem system so that it was super stable. Right, okay. But it can be used in musical effect. Now You see the trem system, most trem systems, or trem arms rather mm. in the trem system, point upwards at the end.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and you can it's sort of almost use kind of... that like a target. <laughs> with
0: lump on it. <laughs> which... yeah.
1: You it still, still works. Yeah. But I mean, just, I, I'm sort of using the palm edge of my hand really here. Work. <laughs> their own flavor the prs system i don't think is generally speaking not not meant for really mad stuff although on the mark tremonti prs they've got a recess just like i have on the back of my trim so you can yank it back further
0: yeah
1: and really that's probably one of the only mitigating factors really in terms of it having more travel you can also get a prs with a floyd rose yeah, yeah. You don't see many in this country, but they do exist. Yeah, okay. And then you'd have all of the performance of a Floyd Rose if, if a trim system was really, really important to you. The other thing I find with the PRS is, is the trim arm sits quite close to the body. It's yeah, quite it flat it? in comparison to sort of like I've got a Goto system here, um, which is sort of more more like the position of a sort of vintage Strat, maybe where it's sort of more possibly poking up a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you do get used to the different systems and you also get used to the limitations yeah. in the systems and the feel. Um, obviously, if you want a TREM system where you can go absolutely crazy, you know, a Floyd Rose is tough to beat from the point yeah. of view of, of, of sort of tuning stability and also range, you know, especially yeah. one with a massive recess behind the back like a, a, an Ibanez, Steve Gem or something like that. But folks, try it. Even nice if one. you've got an encore strat set up like a pig, give it Perfect. a go. Remember the golden rules do not grab the bar too hard. Generally speaking, you do not need to grab it. Yeah, it's the grabbing that causes the horrible tuning inconsistencies by and large. Yeah, okay. The other thing to remember is that you will get more bang for your buck for most. Um, sort of trem applications until you start going crazy. A little bit of movement of the bridge goes a very long way, yeah. And actually, will afford you a better sound and more subtlety. Yeah, and I mean, people who just like go, that. oh, that's nice. The sound
0: of that first sort of warble really, yeah, probably more in some ways than more
1: mm-hmm. usable. It's more usable. Yeah, I mean, you ways. can use that anywhere. More situations. Yeah. I've also used it sometimes where you've got the real small spaces as you get up to the top of the fretboard. Yeah. And also you start maybe running out a little bit of a real estate there, especially on the top yeah. string. And you want a, a vibrato. Yeah, so I worked bit, to very, get a Johnson, really... So. Yeah, I worked at getting a sort of a as natural of a brass as I could. It's still mechanical because it's coming from a trem system, but there's ways of making it sound more mechanical and clunky by grabbing the bar and being a bit out of tune and being a bit cack or making yeah. it sound more natural. And in those tight little spots up there, especially if you've got the, you know a you know maybe a melody that gets really high up. We've got 24 frets here. Yeah, you know it it can sometimes be. Sort of quite good to use the bar for that, maybe under certain circumstances. Cool. You know? Sounds good. But try all these things, you know. A little word about most Strat Trem systems, if you're struggling with tuning stability or the lack thereof. Yeah. Um, When it comes to it, try tuning your trem system up this is presuming presuming your guitar is reasonably well set up with a fairly newish set of strings that aren't badly intonating and everything yeah so set you know set your trem system up for the best possible sort of return to the zero point by tuning it up to pitch not once but over and over again then use the trem system then retune use the trem system retune and keep going over it. Now, you can even see many, many professional guitarists, if you know what to look for, yeah. who are using a strap Trem system, and it's not going out of tune, but they'll nudge the Trem bar now and again. Because most Trem systems, sometimes even fairly modern Trem systems, in some cases even like Floyd Rose systems, have a little bit of out-of-tuneness sometimes, yeah. in as much as you knock the bar and it all comes back in tune again. Otherwise, what you get, and what I've seen a lot of people have, is a vicious circle. But by they tune the guitar up, and they can bend strings, and it's all good, they use the trem system, and it all goes terribly sharp. So they tune it back down again to compensate, then they bend a the string, and it goes flat, and so they tune it back up again. They use the trem system, it goes sharp, and it's a vicious circle. So you want to set the trem system up so that when you use that trem system, after you've tuned it enough times, it should settle. Yeah, okay. Obviously a properly cut nut, lubricated if necessary, strings properly put on all helps, locking machine heads all help, all of this stuff helps. Yeah. But if you're stuck with a vintage strap, it's surprising how good the tuning stability can be. Yeah. Yeah. But you keep doing it until the system settles when you use the trim. Then when you're playing, if a string goes slightly flat, you just tap the bar gently and it'll all come back in again. Cool. Ask any decent guitar tech, they'll tell you.
0: The, the, on, on here, if I put it out a little bit, it's sits a bit further out. I it it out does.
1: I tried that on mine. The only thing is that it will soon, as, as you work it and use it, it will soon go, bury itself back in oh, a right, little,
0: yeah. little, little like a mole. But it does, it, but, it, but you can use it to gain for,
1: a, yeah, little bit, for I mean, a little bit of time. Yeah, I mean, you could tighten up the Allen key things on, on your Goto system and on the PRS system. You can tighten the, Allen key up at the back of the arm, thus tensioning it oh, so right. that it kind of sits or it swings. It's up to you. Yeah. So, you could do that so it's more likely to sit in one position. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but generally speaking, I think the, the way it slots down, you know, oh, really through, right. yeah. through playing, it sort of seems to dump down that yeah. way anyway, eventually. Cool. Thanks very much. All for right, that, mate. Dan. No worries. Right. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Stay tuned for more episodes, jams, improvisation ideas and well-informed thoughts about amps, pedals and guitar tone. If you enjoy this podcast, leave us a review on iTunes, find us on SoundCloud or see our website on tunein-toneup.com. Here you'll find show notes, tabs and further research and resources. It's also a good place to get in touch. We hope you're finding these lessons as interesting and as useful as I do and if you have any suggestions, we'd love to hear them.